El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I used to write a bunch of weekly columns for a bunch of internet places, and I would use those columns to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then, I would come on this show to defend those opinions. But now, I don't do anything at all, ever. Joining me today, he is one of the internet's favorite dang people. He also used to be a co-worker of mine at a website that shall remain nameless. And he's the host of a podcast called Secretly Incredibly Fascinating. Ladies and gentlemen, Alex Schmidt. Also joining me, this bastard mocks me every time the podcast starts. I'll talk and he does that thing where he like moves his mouth like he's mimicking what I'm saying. And then I call him on it and he's all like, I'm not doing anything. And sometimes the guest sticks up for me, sometimes they don't. Whatever, it's fine. Ladies and gentlemen, Jeff May. It's going to be a great show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I can't see what Jeff's doing with his stupid mouth because the thumbnail is too small, so it's fine. Jeff's here. Hey, it's it's me. It's me, Jeff. <laughs> what are you laughing at? This is, I'm happy to All be All you said is, is you, Jeff. It's that's me, Jeff. You get a it. a statement of fact. You're not. That's not comedy. Don't laugh. I'm a comedian. It's a serious. It's a serious yeah. business. Oh. I, I was also doing some subtle laughter underneath his laughter. I don't know if that came through for the audio listeners. Hey! But there's, a, there's a lot of mirth over here. We didn't introduce you yet. <laughs> hey, that's Alex Schmidt. Too. Alex yeah. Schmidt from the Secretly Incredibly Fascinating podcast is here. He was secretly incredibly laughing. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> that's a good one, Jeff. Thank that was, you. That was a good one. Alex, how's it going? It's going great. I am thrilled about being here and also the topic you picked is something I have heard a little about and don't know a lot about, even though it's in my backyard here in New York. Ooh, Alex is in New York. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, you're going to forget about it, Alex? <laughs> yeah, Alex, yeah, I don't know if people could now, tell yeah. from my thick accent that I was speaking with, but I am in New York City. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you've lost your thick Chicago accent and have replaced it with a very thick Brooklyn accent. What a chameleon he is. Yeah. Really <laughs> blending in. I like it. Well, wow. he, he had that southern accent for a while when you lived in North Carolina. Yeah. That was a weird. Yeah, that's that the North weirdest, Carolina accent. Yeah, that's the weirdest Alex Schmidt period for me yeah. is the southern accent period. Yeah. Petition to change all tweets to this gif of Snoopy playing the saxophone. I remember that. <laughs> Very strange. You were so into yeah. barbecue. I mean, that part was cool, but that was great. Yeah. Barbecue Alex is probably my best. Like hyper masculine Alex was my favorite where he was just like <laughs> knives, yeah. guns and barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> the Lord, my family in the Second Amendment. <laughs> Yeah, I made all my podcasts on a tactical microphone. That's yeah. what it's called. It's got a lot of camo on it. Yeah. yeah. You got night vision. Yeah, drinking your, like, you know, bullet boy coffee or whatever bullshit they have. Just live yeah. streaming in night vision, even though you're in a regular ass yeah. recording studio. It's, yeah, It's weird. Secretly, incredibly fascinating has become all about different types of whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> and investing in silver. What's going on, man? <laughs> So today we're, we're going to talk about precious metals, the crypto of the earth. <laughs> we are talking about some crazy shit today. This is the wildest. A, 
This is such a fascinating story. We're yeah. talking about George Santos. Who Jidge. hit what? Oh, that's what I call him. What? Good old Jidge. Oh, I thought you said bitch. I was like, wow. Yeah. Coming in hot. No, because I would have said bitch. <laughs> George Santos, recently elected Congress, representing Long Island, New York's notoriously well-off Gold Coast section, among other surrounding areas. Congratulations, George. Well-earned. <laughs> Speaking of congratulations, this is kind of a historic thing because he's the first openly gay non-incumbent Republican elected to Congress. Imagine being an openly gay Republican and finally one of your own wins an election and it's this fucking guy. I got to say, I don't know if any, I, I don't even know if he wasn't an incumbent anymore. He might have been in there. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm tempted to ask if this guy is even gay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, you can't do that, Adam. I feel like with this guy, you can. Like, I would love for him to pull off a mask and it's Vince McMahon. And he's like, it was me, Austin. It was me. All along. I, am, I am imagining Overlook Hotel style photos of him in Congress in the 20s, like with a big mustache. Like, why not? Sure. <laughs> yeah. That's actually William Jennings Bryan in there. <laughs> He's an openly gay Republican, historic election win. Also, just from a policy standpoint, kind of a piece of shit, because he is still a Republican at the end of the day. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, yeah <laughs> maybe. We have... I think you have to say, like, allegedly, after literally every adjective you use to describe this person. Yeah, he said yeah. police brutality is a made-up concept and compared abortion rights to slavery. So he might be Republican. Yeah, that opinion's hard to fake. Yeah. <laughs> unless you're a floundering comedian trying to get people to pay attention to you. <laughs> and it's crazy that none of what this guy was lying about was enough to stop him from getting elected. I mean, yeah. Does the Republican Party seem like they're a party of ethics in voting? I mean, I guess not, but my like, God, it's that divided they, now that people are voting for this guy willingly? Some some voters, many voters only care about the jersey. They don't care about who's in it. Like, they're yeah. just a fan of the team. This guy's story also makes it really clear to me that all the current modern Republican stuff is like so cartoony and so culture war that it's very easy to just adopt. Like you can just Google oh. the list of the things and start saying them. It's really easy. Yeah, like if if you could <laughs> if I could like have set up like if I wiped my history of things I've said before and then just all of a sudden came out and just been like I am an openly gay Republican and I think all these things, you know, I would immediately yeah. be they'd be like, "Oh, this is our darling." And then you show up and you just like totally vote progressive the whole time <laughs> that would be great if that's what he did if he shows up and it's just like i was lying <laughs> guess what i was lying about all this shit i was also lying about my beliefs anyway let's codify row that would yeah. actually be amazing it's very doable to create like a fake lauren bobert oh yeah and get him in there well yeah because just like alex said there's just a checklist of ideas and talking points that you need to be willing to spread and you can join that side we've seen people we know join that side and it yeah always blows my mind that they position themselves as like the independent thinkers and the free thinkers <laughs> meanwhile let any story come out that side always has the exact same opinion to a fucking person like it, it's like yeah. someone sends out a signal and every right winger just like 
picks it up in their head and immediately heads to Twitter or wherever the fuck they're going now. I don't know. And it's part of why, like, not to date this too much, but as we're taping this, they're on vote like 12 or something for speaker. And and one of many reasons they are is because, like, which Republican would Democrats get behind to resolve all this? Like, they cleared out everybody who's not on that list, just doing that list of stuff. Yeah. So good. Yeah, it's great. Except for the ways it's bad. It's great. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm uncomfortable with Trump getting nominated the other day. I tweeted that Republicans are going to try to install Trump as Speaker of the House. And he did on mm. one of the votes the other day end up. That was Gates that did it, right? He's the one that nominated yeah. him. And then he also voted for him. And that was, I think, the only vote he got. Yeah. So that's a good sign that he didn't get more votes. But yeah, I'm interested to see how that shakes out. And I'm interested to see how George Santos shakes out. Because there's a lot of people <laughs> wanting this guy to not be able to take office. But Sorry. That's not how politics work. Honestly, you guys earned this. This is the thing you bought. Like, I know you have buyer's remorse because you did literally zero research into this person that you voted for. But fuck you. You get what you paid for. Yeah, absolutely. I I love it. Yeah, I think it's great. It's so funny because politics is already so broken and dumb that like, why not do this? (laughs) Yeah. Why not do this? Like, what harm is this specifically going to cause that hasn't already been harmed for the past six years now? This should be a movie. This guy should absolutely be a feature film. I mean, it's very catch me if you can energy, but in politics. We should go through some of the things he lied about because that's going to take a while. We really have a lot to run through. This is a six hour podcast, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) I think I had heard of like three or four of them. And then you sent this doc and there is so much more. Like, I, I really thought I was pretty caught up and I'm not at all. Like, like I thought doing stolen valor type stuff with the Holocaust was probably plenty, but it's not. It's not. There's a lot more. <laughs> well, you know, the Republicans are very fiercely protective of the Jewish people. So, right. <laughs> well, depends on what you're talking. Yeah. Talking is no, not, not not their nation. I, I mean, I mean, the people. <laughs> OK, got it. Yeah. One of the big things he lied about was his Jewish heritage. He. Mm claimed his maternal grandparents were Ukrainian Jews who fled to Belgium and then to Brazil to escape the Holocaust. And nope. I got to tell you, if you're trying to uh, escape the Germans, Brazil, that's not the place to go right now. Yeah, that's the wrong place to go if you're trying to. They they went to to Buenos Aires, Argentina. (laughs) Yeah. No, 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 no. (laughs) No. By submarine? Oh, did you check the passenger list? (laughs) Wait, wait, you did say they were in the Holocaust, (laughs) but like what side? Yeah, exactly. And yeah, yeah, it turns out. And and all his lies are like pretty specific like that's that's a pretty fleshed out lie to be like and then they were in belgium and now we follow the map here they go that like like he didn't just off the cuff kind of hint this he really really laid out a bunch of fake stuff and all of these things are so easily proven false like he (laughs) had to expect like you're running for office in one of the closest congressional elections of all time one of the most historic Of course, people are going to look into the things you're saying. I think there might be a level of confidence in that whole idea of like, oh, well, the woke media wouldn't dare fact check a gay man. You know, then they're being homophobic if they don't believe me. Like there definitely is this level of thought process in the right because you see it often where they will use the talking points of the left the wrong Mm. way. Yeah. 
to like so much for the tolerant left trying to prevent me from killing their family. And you're like, that's, <laughs> that's not how that works. Yeah. In yeah. this case, they just used genealogical records and it showed his ancestors have been in Brazil for like generations now. And <laughs> no hint that they fled Ukraine, no Ukrainian heritage. Awesome, awesome response from George Santos. When he was questioned about this, he said he didn't claim he was Jewish. He claimed he was Jew-ish because so he, his mother. Did he, not, did he run in the Catskills or did he run in, Lo in Long Beach? Cause... Yeah, that, that's a hell of a joke on his part, if nothing yeah, that's, else. That's like, like, did he like get it like a Dean Martin roasts VHS tape <laughs> that he was just watching? He's like, Don Rickles said this and I got to be honest, it landed in 1971 so yeah his his mom apparently has some jewish ancestry in her background and that's what he claims he was basing all of that on which is such a far cry from like alex said that right. super specific story about fleeing to brazil yeah like he threw in the midpoints like you, you throw in <laughs> belgium you're all you're all in now it's got to be true yeah and imagine <laughs> Of all the points in history to want to pretend to be Jewish also. Like, that's a risk, if nothing else. Yeah, this is another, I, I don't mean to keep bringing up that speaker vote thing, but like, at one point, the Republicans have brought up an alternate candidate of this guy, Byron Donalds, and then it seems like they're trying to do a thing of, oh, Democrats are criticizing a black person if they criticize Byron Donalds, like, uh -oh. Democrats are hypocrites. But like, I, I think Republicans really, really, really don't understand like the value of diversity and why Democrats and the left and the center bother with diversity. Like they think it's just some kind of shield, like play. Yeah. Shield or, or like an ace in a card game. Like they think it's just a stick to hit other people with. Yeah. And that's so that's why they really don't understand yeah. where criticism actually comes from. Right. They're like, oh, <laughs> you think this person is wrong? Homophobe. And it's like, that's not how this works. Like they do really use that as like the. Yeah. Oh, now you're criticizing a woman. <laughs> you get that. Yeah, a and lot the Santos too, yeah. guy was like, I'm gonna get like three or four aces in my backstory. Then they got nothing. But they're all made up aces. Like <laughs> he might actually be gay. Otherwise, forget it. <laughs> yeah, I really do kind of need to hear from a boyfriend of this guy or something to like even prove that part. Because Oh, he lives in Canada, you wouldn't know him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Because he he lied That's the about best joke I've ever said. He lied about being Jewish, and you would think, well, no one's going to lie about that. But he then doubled down and also lied about being biracial. He tweeted about yeah. MLK Same. and segregation in 2020 and claimed to be a biracial person. And when someone like quote tweeted and was like, "How exactly are you biracial?" He just straight up wrote back and said, "Caucasian and black." I mean, it could be easy if his name is George Santos, it would be pretty easy to be like, I'm white and Hispanic or, you know, like I'm white and Mexican or I'm, I'm white and Puerto Rican. Like there are so many ways you could have easily gotten through that with the name Santos. Yeah. Yeah. But instead he, he threw white and black in there and you're like, well, which part's the Santos part? Yeah. yeah. Like he fumbled the ball it's so just... easily on that one. That is a that is a lob. Uh, like that is a meatball. He could have crushed. That's a home run derby pitch. And he just whiffed on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, it's it's pathological or something, right? Like he, he just yeah. made a point of lying. And... John Lovitz. 
Yeah, there's. <laughs> yeah, there, it's got to be like a, a pathological thing, like a kind of a sociopath thing, where he's just I mean, yeah. not taking yeah. anything into account other than his own personal success. I mean, at least he wasn't, you know, he got the Holocaust. At least he didn't lie about any, like, recent tragedies. <laughs> <laughs> like, at least, like, because that, that's, that's the thing. It's like the Holocaust, like, well, for him, that was the past. That was before. Like, he wouldn't invoke something that happened while he was alive. Because well, that would be weird. Yeah, this is the thing <laughs> that's going to get him booked at the L.A. Improv. He claimed his mom worked in finance and was working in the South Tower of the World Trade Center on 9-11. Oh, oh, he did the he did nine nine eleven thing. Okay, all right. He got the Holocaust and he got nine eleven in there. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised he wasn't in the daycare in the Murrow Building in Oklahoma City. Also, (laughs) yeah, right. I think from an age standpoint, he'd probably be able to make. How old is he? I think he's like in his early thirties. I think. Oh yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he's that old. So yeah, missed opportunity. We should have been running this guy's campaign. We could have gotten yeah. so much shit in there. <laughs> he was on he's the just space writing yeah, Forrest Gump. Like yeah, his... every negative events of history. Yeah. <laughs> I was there. Our ancestor was there. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're bad luck, George. Uh, I, yeah. He's he's just like my dad, the Kent State lady. <laughs> Yeah, he claimed on his campaign website that his mother was, quote, the first female executive at a major financial institution. Nope. Probably again. <laughs> and it's not like that was a minor lie either. It's not like, oh, actually, his mom was the fifth female executive at a major right, financial right. institution. No, his mom has been described in various reports as anything from a domestic worker to a mm. cook. Which is a perfectly good backstory for a grab yourself up by the bootstraps republican it's like, a better backstory blue collar backstories are fucking gold yeah the immigrant story turn like the magic immigrant story where you know they came here legally and worked hard and gave an opportunity for their son to succeed the right way like that is that is cocaine to republicans yeah. other than cocaine yeah (laughs) yeah and what a guy she yeah she also way to say it what a guy what a a man what a man what a mighty good man yeah his mom doesn't work in finance she speaks little to no english which again that's a perfectly good that's a much better backstory i would prefer that backstory that's that's the backstory people want but instead, it's, oh, no, my mom was there on 9-11. Like, he really <laughs> is trying to tie himself to every, like, every heartstring you could pull. He's yeah, putting yeah. it out there for you to pull it. But he's also selling himself as an elite, which I find fascinating because it's it's like that part. It was successful. Obviously, he got elected. But, like. That whole aspect of like the the not being a part of the club and working your way in was kind of how a lot of people in the Republican Party are working their way in. I mean, other than Trump being obviously riddled with privilege, when you look at a Mm. lot of the other people, it's very much the I came up blue collar. I'm an outsider. And instead, he's like, I I was uh, the most privileged person in the world. And we escaped terrible tragedies in spite of our honest privilege. (laughs) <laughs> yeah like the jd vance type stuff is usually what they do they're like i was a hillbilly and then i worked my way through yale and that is meaningful 
to everyone automatically. Like, no, it just, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. People do that shit. But he, is he like a public school guy or? Uh, no, Jeff, he actually went to the prestigious Horace Mann prep school. Oh, wait, no, that's Ooh. also a lie. Oh, oh, oh. I don't know what Horace Mann school is, but it sounds very elite and prestigious. It's and, for men named it Horace. It is, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Horace Grant went there. Famous yeah. alumni Horace Grant. Yeah, he, I got to be honest. He was dominating the prep school basketball <laughs> leagues at the time. Yeah, he, it was impressive. Just wreck specking on everybody. <laughs> they, of course, have no record of him attending. He also claimed to have a bachelor's degree in finance from Baruch College and a master's in business administration from New York University. All disproven. Again, how do you lie about that? That's so easy to check. I don't get it. It also makes yeah. me feel super dumb that I'm like, I don't know where Baruch College is. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't either. I don't think I've ever heard of that place. And I feel like I'm like aware <laughs> of stuff that exists. And I'm like, I don't even know if this college is real. And especially like, with the high school lie, like if you try to make a list of what is documented about a 16-year-old, 17-year-old person, like one of the very few things is where they're going to high school. That's one of the only things we document about teenagers, and he lied about it. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, you could have said you had a weird job growing up, you know? Sure. Nobody yeah. was going to check that one. Did he work at McDonald's? <laughs> Did he? It would be funny if he's like, he actually attended the prestigious Giant Dong University um, <laughs> on a scholarship, of course. <laughs> They're never going to check that. It would have been funnier, at least. Like, this is just confusing. Going to massive hog you. I went to MHU. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how much of these lies he's telling now have to do with the lies that it has come to light that he told in the past. Do you remember the Church of Latter-day Saints used to have those commercials, those like PSA commercials all the time uh, during TV when kids were watching? And there was one that was like about lying. And it was this guy that was like, if you tell one lie, it leads to another. If you tell two lies, account for each other. If you tell three lies, yeah. oh, brother, you're in trouble up to your ears. <laughs> and it was like all these guys. It was like multiplying all these guys coming in, like singing. And I can't help but think about that PSA. Like he didn't see that one because this guy's just <laughs> making compounding lies that like every lie creates a new like dimension of lying that he has to dive into. Yeah. yeah. And in this case, when he was working as a customer service rep for the prestigious Dish Network in 2011 and 2012. Uh, the Wharton Dish Network. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Dish Network School for Business Administration. He told acquaintances and coworkers that his family was wealthy and had lots of real estate holdings in the U.S. and Brazil. Repeated that claim when he was running for Congress but eventually just admitted that that was a lie and that his family owns no properties as of 2022. It's like he tried to walk himself into the thing Dr. Oz got criticized for, which was having a bunch of properties, a bunch of places. Like he was like, I need that issue to be part of my bio. I got to get that Oz heat. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if we find out at some point that like Democrats supported this guy running because he's oh yeah, like he's such a bad look for Republicans. But if that was the case, this is also a bad look for Democrats because he still fucking won. Which yeah, is how do you not? I mean, I get it. Like, it's like running as a Democrat in Orange County. Like, they're like, 
okay, go ahead, run, but good luck with that. And that's kind of the energy that you get where they were like, you know, yeah, run this buffoon. And then they're like, well, this is where, he, where he's running. It's like, oh, he's going to, he's going to, he's going to win. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to win because it's bad people voting. It's crazy that we're still not done just running through the lies that this guy told. There was also his yeah. claim that he started a charity called Friends of Pets that was a <laughs> nonprofit that, of course, you know, treated pets like friends. And the IRS, no record of him registering a nonprofit. I also didn't put it in the notes for some reason, but there, he did hold a fundraiser under the Friends of Pets banner. And the group he was doing it to aid said they never got any of the money. He just like, <laughs> you mean the pets? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> asking a, asking a hamster if they got money from this guy. <laughs> George Santos cut you a check. No. Oh, wow. He talked. Yeah. Man, like friends of pets is such a hurrying to lie name too. Like you really, you really think through like a greater Nassau County animal shelter kind of name if you take a breath and take your time, you know. But no, uh. no, no, it's real Nicktoons energy on that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fr friends of pets. That's what it's called. You can trust me, Poppy. He's like rubbing his hands together when he talks about it. <laughs> Oh, it doesn't see. Seems like friends is an ironic word here. <laughs> I like to think of myself as a friend of the pets. Right. I think this might be the grossest claim that he made. This next one, just because of the recency, like it, it happened just a few years ago. He claimed to have lost four employees in the Pulse nightclub shooting. Yeah. You know what's funny? It would have been way easier for him to say friends. Yep, absolutely. And also better for him to right. say friends. That's the thing is he's one word off from a decent lie every time. Like every time <laughs> if one word got changed, change employees to friends. I lost four friends in the Pulse nightclub shooting. That's a very, very believable lie. And that's not really a lie that you can fact check that hard. Right. Because you that, know, that I think is a thing that the lamestream media would not come at him and be like, okay, name them, name your friends who died. Like you could just be <laughs> right. like, fuck you. It's a personal thing, but go on the employees route. You're right. That just makes it a thing. You can like yeah. check in official records. Yeah. That's such a, it's yeah. so he, but like, if you look at every single thing, there's one word, there's just one clue. It's a clue. <laughs> He's giving us the clues, Mr. Police. <laughs> And and they just didn't want to see them. They're so like a uh, 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 like the charity's name, Friends of Pets. Change that up. Probably could have slipped through a little bit or or whatever. The friends instead of that. It's all just different. It's so funny. This guy rules. <laughs> <laughs> there's even there's even like a weird whole other angle too, where like um if it was true that four of your employees died in this tragic nightclub shooting it is kind of weird to like bring it up a lot and make it about yourself like even yeah. if that was totally fully true like like it's it's still weird to be like i was deeply impacted by it because for the people at the car dealership i own cuz i'm super rich were there like okay i don't know man <laughs> like like it's really about them but okay <laughs> yeah it's gross like this is a 
disgusting thing to have lied about. At one point, he amended his statement and said that four people who were going to work for him <laughs> died in the Pulse nightclub shooting. And it's like, dude, we, we can check that, too. Yeah. So you didn't you didn't get to hire those dead people. He knows in they a were all spiritual real slow way. about returning W9s. That's the problem. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they died clutching their W9s. <laughs> I was going to work for George Santos. <laughs> oh my god. This is yeah, this is a such an egregious lie and I know I I apologize for for laughing about something in relation to the Pulse nightclub shooting, but the lie is funny. Yeah, it's like, yeah, obviously absolutely. the Pulse nightclub shooting is not comedy fodder. But this fucking guy is. But also, in this case, like this particular lie, it really does cross a line. But I mean, so does the 9-11 thing. Yeah. It's just 9-11. Yeah, 9-11 happened a long <laughs> time ago. So we get to make the jokes. Yeah, we can. And we will. <laughs> what we do here. We'll never forget to make those jokes. <laughs> And and the way these are escalating, like it does feel like the next one is going to be him saying he was killed in a tragedy. Like I'm dead. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> like yeah. these are getting pretty bad. <laughs> He's going to be like the the woman that I met in uh, North Vietnam that was helping me rescue POWs died in my arms, and I ended up having to uh, you know, avenge her and rescue the POWs. I'm like I think that was Rambo too. <laughs> I think you're just <laughs> reciting the plot of Rambo 2 and you're putting yourself as Rambo. I blew up a helicopter with an arrow. <laughs> he also claimed to be a seasoned Wall Street financier and investor who'd worked for Citigroup and Goldman Sachs. Again, all any reporter's got to do is call those companies and be like, hey, this guy running for public office claims he used to work there. Because the part where he's running for public office if there were any privacy rules in place that would have prevented those companies from answering in the positive or negative, that all flies out the window once he's running for office. I'll prevent you. Please do if I ever try to run for office. But yeah, neither company, any, any record of him working there. He also claimed to have attended a private equity conference where he criticized his employer for investing in renewable energy. <laughs> why even bring that up why even, like that's not the war that you think it is like renewable energy is not necessarily a big bad talking point on the right is it a little bit god that's embarrassing and he's kind of bragging about telling his employer to not make a good business decision you know like right. renewable energy is a good industry to get into i think so anthony scaramucci Scaramooch. <laughs> the mooch. He runs that conference. And <laughs> he says there is no record of George Santos sitting in on any panels. I love a late point. season cameo, baby. <laughs> the mooch. Yeah, this would be like seeing Ursula from fucking Mad About You show up on Friends. And you're like, oh, it's, we're mixing them up. <laughs> so what's really crazy about this guy winning his election, despite all these lies is the localist of local newspapers in Long Island, an outlet called the North Shore Leader. They reported on all of this before the election. So the people of Long Island were told. And what's crazy is, you know, this newspaper is talking directly to 
elites who live in that area because it is a very rich area. Let me just read this first (laughs) sentence. I don't think this is the first sentence, but I think this sentence kind of says everything about the outlet reporting on it and probably the area where they're reporting. Here's the quote. This newspaper would like to endorse a Republican for U.S. Congress in New York's 3rd District, but the GOP nominee, George Santos, is so bizarre, unprincipled, and sketchy that we cannot. We endorse Democrat Robert Zimmerman. This is a great example of how Republicans think when they're like, he's bizarre, unprincipled, and sketchy. Who else can you describe that as being other than the most popular demagogue of the Republican Party (laughs) right now. You know, like like bizarre, unprincipled and sketchy. Well, we certainly couldn't vote for that person for president or another thing. Yeah, Yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if this outlet endorsed Trump, which, again, would tell you everything you need to know about George Santos and the area he was running. That part where they're like, we want to endorse a Republican. That's pretty damning. That should have cost him this election. And no one gave a shit. And why would they? Especially because like big papers like the New York Times, you'd think they would just basically aggregate what these tiny papers are doing and fill their paper with it and make money that way. But they just didn't bother, I guess. It's crazy. Yeah. And you got to wonder why. Like, I mean, it might have just not landed on their radar. There's so many like there were so many crazy candidates running in the 2022 midterms for Congress that like. This guy, I'm, I'm sure it was kind of a, well, at least he's not saying we should storm the Capitol kind of thing. Maybe. Yeah, but the, and there was like, I was here for the 2022 election in New York and there was like heavy coverage of the governor race and like a bunch of redistricting they did for various congressional districts. I, I'm really surprised they missed this one because I read a lot of stuff about like random Brooklyn and Queens and Manhattan districts that got changed up and how that impacted candidates. Yeah. But they were just like, don't worry about one mile east, like directly (laughs) next to the New York Islanders stadium. Forget it. Who cares? (laughs) I I think you mean forget about it. Forget about it. (laughs) I do like that. This is where you get to criticize and conspiracy theorize the New York Times having this information potentially sitting on it because this is much more interesting news and a longer news cycle than just breaking somebody's chance at winning. You get so much more oh, content yeah. and news and clicks and and subscriptions if you have now a six to 12 month battle with a now newly elected person who doesn't legally have to give up their seat. That's much more interesting than squashing and extinguishing that flame. Yeah. So like if you're a conspiracy theorist, it, it, it would not be a far reach to think that the New York Times purposefully would sit on this information in order to allow for a better story making. It's like kind of like muckraking. Yeah. And not just that, but if you believe the New York Times is a liberal leaning outlet, I could see them wanting to sit on this story in the hopes that this guy did win, because now that he's won, it's going to be a conundrum for Republicans. There's going to be a lot of pressure on them to like not seat this guy. And it's not, yeah. not going to happen. And it makes for good news, bro. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's also like more papers in New York, too, which I know you guys know. But like the, the New York Where? Post is the last place I was reading a story about him. And they, they're conservative and also love tabloidy stuff. 
So mm-hmm. I guess I would imagine they're like excited he won and now they get to do a bunch of stories about like the, the thing I was reading about him was that he was married to a woman until 2019. <laughs> and then also the article was about and now he's showed up to Congress with no wedding ring, which could be that his like gay husband was like, oh, it turns out you're a fraud. I'm leaving. But it also could be he's not even gay. Like we have no idea. It's true. Like this is the one person on earth. I think if they told me their sexuality, I would be like, I don't necessarily believe you. Like, like I'm not taking that as a thing. (laughs) Yeah. I do not accept, I do not accept your information at face value, sir. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that's, that's a thing we know we're not supposed to do. But in the case of this guy, you get, you have to have to. Yeah. It seems like there's nothing he's not willing to capitalize on for votes, but also it's crazy that he would think being openly gay would be a good way to win Republican votes. I think it, he might have yeah. thought it was a shield from criticism from yeah. the other side. Yeah, that's yeah, true. It's a stick, yeah. I mean, oh, either and- way, either way, I don't know, man. If we're, we're just being like, I don't know how the Republican Party could vote for somebody with such a lack of integrity and honesty. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I mean... <laughs> I mean, if he just went on, he'd be like, hey, guys, I have been doing great conning people into getting in this position. How fun is this? And they'd be like, I love this guy. I'm going to vote for him. Yeah. Yeah. He'd probably get Democrat votes doing that. Get him. Get him, Adam. (laughs) One last quote from this article. Santos has been all over the map on abortion and on Ukraine. He brags about his wealth and his mansions in the Hamptons, but he really lives in a row house in Queens. He boasts like an insecure child, but he's most likely just a fabulist, a fake. I felt I felt a little sneer when they said row house in Queens. That wasn't nice. Two things. One, saying that he's been all over the map on abortion just makes me think that he's been like trying to get abortions in every state. Like those people (laughs) that try to see games in every baseball stadium. (laughs) But then two, like, did you guys have a friend like this growing up? Like the kid that that brags and makes stuff up, and you're like, you don't like. Oh. We always we had a friend that every he had everything, but it was always in his father's closet, and we couldn't see it. So he'd be like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, I have the first appearance of the Riddler," but it's in it's in my dad's closet. We can't we can't. And we all knew. We all were like, "Oh yeah, is it in your father's closet? Is it always is that always where it is?" Did you guys have a friend like that? I had a friend like that in adulthood who. Me would just lie about, again, (laughs) easily verifiable things. She told me her dad won a Nobel Peace Prize for his reporting (laughs) with a Kansas City newspaper. And I looked it up. Mm. What actually happened is the paper he worked for as a whole won a Pulitzer Prize for their reporting on a hotel walkway collapse. Meanwhile, her dad was a sports writer. So I don't think he probably contributed. Bo Jackson took out the hallway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, Brian Bosworth collapsed it. Yeah. <laughs> George Brett covered it in pine tar and just the weight of the pine tar yeah. was too much. <laughs> I'm just trying to name royals now. Matt Stairs yeah. took it out with a clobbering <laughs> shot. Lord took it out. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes whipped a football through it. <laughs> took it right down. So it's not just that this local outlet in his district knew that he was a liar. It seems like the Republican establishment at large knew George Santos was a problem before the world knew. Because that thing where his local outlet outed him as being a liar, that made zero national headlines. 
But Republicans somehow, The Intercept reported on this. In the days leading up to the 2022 midterms, there was polling on both sides that showed that things were going to be closer than anyone expected. Because you remember, everyone was expecting this red wave where Republicans (laughs) were just going to dominate the midterm elections and take a strong majority in Congress. And when it started becoming clear that that wasn't going to happen, both sides started pumping money into races that were close. And in New York, a very weird thing happened. In the districts that neighbored George Santos's, Republicans and Democrats both pumped a ton of extra money into those elections because they were close elections. Democrats pumped a bunch of extra money into the George Santos election, but Republicans did not. This is a, did, did they uh, like kind of abandon it or did they think like it's a lock? We don't need to do this. I think it's probably that they didn't want him to win. Like if he was going to win any of these, huh. like if they were going to win any of these races, I think they would have preferred one of those other two or both of those other two. It's wild to me that they didn't just say, hey, we, we don't support this guy. Like once they find that out, like there would be a modicum of integrity. But at the cost of what, you know? Yeah. Like, I hope people know that the two national versions of the two parties, like, look into who they are running in each and every one of these districts. So I think you're right. Like, they they thought they said, like, okay, and who's in New York third? And then, like, looked into him a little bit. And yeah, they probably knew they had a, a junk candidate. Yeah, this is a quote from the Intercept article. We knew from our research that George Santos's past was full of deceptive claims and shady financial dealings. And we worked hard to make this known and hold him accountable. There's simply no way that Republicans in D.C. weren't aware of these same red flags. And yeah, that's got to be the case. Like they had to know, which begs the question, why? Like, why did they support this guy in the first place? I mean, yeah, I guess we'll never know. I guess not. We'll never know what the Republicans want out of that Republican candidate in that spot. It might be just that they weren't paying attention to a locked area. Like, yeah. that's the thing, too, is like they're like, all right, well, this area just kind of works itself out every year. Again, I use Orange County as a good example in California. That's so famously Republican that it was a plot point on the West Wing in the early 2000s. Yeah. Like, that's how aggressively red Orange County is. So, like, how much energy do the Republicans need to invest on a locked up election already? So they probably aren't. Yeah. There's no microscope there. It's probably just a general, a cursory glance. All right, looks like they're doing it. And yeah. then they just probably have someone check in every once in a while. It's going good. All right. And also on the Democratic side, it's fun that the candidate was Robert Zimmerman. That's good stuff. Just very like that name. Really yeah. into it. It's Bob Dylan. Yeah. <laughs> what if it Bob was? Dylan's real name. Yeah. yeah. What if he just ran under his real name? People just don't <laughs> realize what Bob Dylan looks like now. It's like, shit, Love I didn't me. know Vincent Price was still alive. <laughs> right? He does look a lot like Vincent Price. <laughs> he does. <laughs> Vote for me, I'm Bob Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm picturing Bob Dylan doing the Thriller poem. Yeah, yeah, him covering Thriller and doing the poem also. Darkness falls across the land. <laughs> the midnight hour is close at hand. So, unfortunately, none of this stopped George Santos from getting elected. Like we mentioned. And Real quick. Yeah. Unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> this, is, this is great. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I, I would rather this guy not be representing citizens. There's well, we don't be... know how it's going to go. First off, he's representing bad citizens, which is fine. 
Yeah. Uh, people mean, in New York. Anybody in New York is bad. Oh, yeah. I forgot um, about that part. You're right. Go on. So that's, that's uh, I don't know if you've hey. heard about the East Coast, West Coast thing. <laughs> Shut yeah. up, Biggie. Hey, hey, get out of here with that. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm oh, trying to step no. up. I'm trying so hard. Oh, I'm sweating everywhere. Oh, God. <laughs> um, but I mean, I guess this is sort of, this is so, the voting version of January 6th, where it's like, well, now you see who these people are. Like, it really is, uh, yeah. it's, it's the pulling off the Band-Aid situation where you're like, I don't know, maybe this is good to see that people aren't endorsed, like researching their candidates and this is what happens or that this is what happens when you blindly throw a vote towards somebody that just has the R or D next to its name. Yeah. Like, you know, we always try to push like candidate literacy and we've had people unsubscribe to the show because of it, because we don't believe in blindly following whoever has the correct letter next to their name for you. And this is, might be the thing that causes people to be a bit more literate in who they vote for. Yeah, you would hope so. Yeah, I, and also, it's very funny. Like, <laughs> like, I know that there's repercussions to it, but we cannot deny that this is not fucking hilarious. It is funny that the Republicans yeah. found themselves with a candidate like this and that he got elected now they have yeah, to deal with it the part that concerns me is like the washington post and the new york times where the new york times finally reports on it after the election and the washington post runs an article the headline was uh, a tiny paper broke the george santos scandal but no one paid attention and it's like yeah go on you're the washington post why didn't you pay right? attention Go like, on, not tiny newspaper. Yeah, like it, it, like that was your job was to be on top of shit like this. this real Spider-Man pointing at Spider-Man energy <laughs> yeah. into this one. But like, I know you're, you're like, it's funny because of this, but, and I'm like, I think it's kind of funny in a lot of, re it, like, it's funny in a lot of ways. And I know it's like scary a little bit, but also... <laughs> Also, no, I mean, yeah, sure. But like all of politics has been scary lately. And this is just fucking so funny. It's so funny. Like, I yeah. I cannot stress enough that I think this is just a very funny thing that happened. And it's uh, something that's going to they're going to like be scrambling to re uh, like uh, fix, to repair, to undo the damage that this party did to themselves. Like, but it's also they're just it's they're also stepping on rakes. It's also a little funny on the Democrats' behalf also. Yeah. Because this mm. is a lot of losing the election to a dead guy kind of energy yes. here. <laughs> yes. Where it's like it's you could also embarrassing for the Democrats. Yeah, That's it's like funny. you couldn't beat this fucking guy? Yeah. Like what yeah. the hell? <laughs> like <laughs> the local paper that hates you was like, fuck it, not this time. Vote Democrat. Like, do you get how unprecedented that kind of shit is? And Democrats so still fucking blew it. It's nuts. Of course. The Democrats mm. blew it? Get out of town, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> you get right out of town. This is so funny. It's so fucking funny. Like, it's it's just another example of, like, when you see these, like, weird people. Like, it, it's sort of like the Marjorie Taylor Greene energy, where you just see it and you're like, this is the person you voted for? Yeah, she is hooting like a baboon in the middle of the fucking uh, <laughs> Congress. Yeah. So, oh, my yeah, God. And Santos, especially like 
it seems like he is a mainstream Republican today, right? Like, like all of the things that are strange about him are weird lies about his biography. But in all the speaker votes, he's voting for McCarthy. And like, like we quoted some things that are crazy that he said about positions like abortion. But yeah. other than how he phrased it, it's what Republicans think. Like, like hopefully there's a lot of egg on the face of all other Republicans. Like he's the same as them, yeah. except for a bunch of weird ways he behaves personally. I think he's, he's looking. He's them. I think he's looking for a seat at the lunch table because I feel like uh, I feel like yeah. he's he's just eating alone in the cafeteria. <laughs> it could be. That is actually a thing I read that his first couple of days in office, like people were just kind of steering clear no, of him. Like toxic. even his own fellow, like New York newly elected Congress. Members yeah. were just like, do you, oh, you do okay. you do not want a photo of yourself smiling with George Santos like like these people are so unbelievably aware of the Internet right now. Like if one <laughs> photo of you gets caught with like I would I'd wear one of those fucking head shields with the green light that goes over your face so nobody can recognize it. <laughs> Did you see that the the video footage of. Paul Gosar and AOC talking yeah. during the oh confirmation the guy who wants to kill AOC. That, yeah. yeah, the guy that like got suspended uh. briefly for like tweeting a meme of him killing AOC, and they're just like chit chatting like old friends about Kevin McCarthy. Mind blowing. Yeah, I think he's. I think somebody there was like a lip reader that said like he 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 said something like you've got that wrong, you've got that wrong, or something like that. Yeah. Oh. And that's another mainstream Santos thing, too, is like as much of a fraud as he is, he didn't foment and help lead a violent assault on the building. You know, like a lot of those people are still in the room or rising in committees like like he's he's not the only person that should theoretically be absolutely horrible to be photographed next to. Yeah, yeah look, that's... look how they're voting for their. <laughs> the <house. laughs> yeah. Do you think by the time this episode goes up that they will have gotten their speaker? Uh, no. No, I don't no, think it's okay. going to happen by the time because it's yeah, Friday they, now. Yeah, I don't know if they would even do it over the weekend. And, and every take... holdout just one hundred percent benefits from holding out. Like McCarthy has no move on them, you know. So yeah, I, I, feel, I feel like the energy in Congress right now is the same as it is the day before like Christmas break in school, where you're not doing any work. Because you just you just have to keep doing like so it's busy work. The votes are the word searches and crossword puzzles that you're being given at the at the holiday party or, you know, that's, when other people are making up their homework. That said, I bet there are yeah. s there are some senses on high alert today as we record this on the two year anniversary of a mob storming the Capitol. I bet yeah. a few people in there are a, a little a little sus. Yeah, I'd be like, <laughs> Being like looking around everywhere, like Richard Pryor in any movie in the 80s, just always <laughs> assuming something's coming at you. Speaking of the the Capitol riots, I feel like if if there's any if if there's a second conspiratorial angle on this, I could see Democrats wanting this guy in office solely in the hopes that Republicans will like fight to deny him from taking that seat because uh. that that would set a precedent because there is nothing in the constitution that says this guy should not be able 
to take office. Like it, it doesn't like the qualifications say nothing about being a liar. You just have to be the right age, the right residency. And it's I thought kind that was a prerequisite for Congress. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, way, <laughs> oh, way, oh. And it's <laughs> kind of. And then of you the close with the Jewish joke. Like <laughs> that's your set. <laughs> and it, it's kind of the same thing as Trump. If Trump is convicted of crimes over the Capitol riot, unless it is the specific crime of aiding an insurrection, in which case he could be barred from running for office. Beyond that, if he's just convicted of something else, he can run for office. He can run for president. He can be elected president from a fucking jail cell. Like, oh, yeah, there's nothing yeah. barring that from happening. But if Republicans were to set a precedent here where they're like, yeah, but this George Santos guy is too much like he cannot be allowed to take office. That would clear the way for Democrats in 2024 if Trump were to somehow win to be like, yeah, but this guy's a fucking criminal and a fraud and he's been convicted of crimes and we cannot let him take office. So there's that. Angle. I think he should be forced. I think it should be compulsory that he has to fulfill his entire term. Yeah. He shouldn't even I have think, to run next term. Yeah. Yeah. Just <laughs> just just congressman for life. Right. He, he's doing so well. He's seated with a bye. Like he gets a bye in the next <laughs> round. A home game. You know, yeah. Yeah. He has clinched the number one seed and home field advantage throughout. <laughs> and I, I think with George Santos, you can make the same argument that like gun rights activists make when it comes to guns or the argument that people make when you tell them they use their phones too much, which I found out recently, is that, well, guns aren't the problem. People are the problem or phones aren't the problem. People are the problem. In this case, George Santos isn't the problem. The people who voted for George Santos are the problem. And there's way more of them than there are George Santoses. And I don't know what we do about that part. We just let George Santos keep fucking scamming those idiots. (laughs) I guess. He's selling political timeshares, baby, and I am invested. I'm going to vote for that son of a bitch if he runs here. He might. He he's might. like, I also live here. I'm going to run. I'm like, oh, he's got my vote. He just runs under a completely different name. <laughs> oh, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to vote for Santa Georgios over here. <laughs> I'm in. I love this guy. Like, I, f- I love him because he's clearly fumbled and lied his way to a top position that is like undeniably like you can only accident your way high enough before it becomes like a house of cards that is no longer able to stand. You know, that's a pretty yeah. classic idiom. <laughs> he went so far past where he was supposed to limit himself <laughs> that it's just so funny. It's so good. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and Skype, bring it. Scaramucci gets involved in this. It is just an all-star team. It really I is. I want to hear Trump talk about it. There's nothing I want more than to hear Tr- Trump talk about it at like some press conference at Mar-a-Lago. I do think there is some concern that he could flip this into a thing that makes him really popular because he really could be like, yeah, scammed my way into Congress, baby. Now I'm here. They can't do anything about it. Like smoking a cigar in Congress. People like that kind of energy. <laughs> like people would respond to that. I feel like that's kind of all he needs to do is be like, yeah, I just I knew what buttons to push. I knew what lies to tell to get in. I just gamed the American political system. 
and we can't do shit about it. And people would respond to that, and he'll, he'll probably be our president someday. Yeah, that's almost exactly the time when they said, like, hey, Donald Trump, next debate question is, why did you do tax evasion a bunch? And he said, that makes me smart. That's just what Santos does next. Like, that's it. Honestly, that's the most honest thing that Donald Trump had ever said. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you remember that whole point, not only was he right about that, but he also said, and you're not going to change it because all of her friends benefit from it and all of the people that are giving her money benefit from it. And that was true and honest. And the only that might be the only likable and correct thing that he said was. Why would I do that if I'm using the same loopholes that her and her friends do? Yeah. Like, why are you looking at me and not let, not them? That to me, I was like, oh, yeah, OK, yeah, that's that's a broken clock being right twice situation here. Yeah. I mean, there were a few things Trump was right about, but fuck that guy. Ugh. Yeah, of course. Of course. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's a controversial take on my part, especially on this podcast. But you know what? Fuck Donald Trump, even yeah. if we needed Space Force. Fuck him. <laughs> we, we did need Space Force. Don't don't get me started. So I think that's our episode, right? You know, by the way, head of uh, Space Force. I don't know if you knew this. Steve George Carell. Santos. Oh, <laughs> George. Yeah. George Santos. That's a better answer. Yeah. So I think we did it right. That's the end of our episode. We got if I was like just yeah. joking and we go for another 90 minutes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. Because like the the. When you sent your doc of, of amazing research and stuff, you also said in the doc, like, he should still get to have his seat. And I agree. Right. Like, like, I think in the past when these kinds of guys happened, there was a shame based tradition where you felt enough shame to resign. And if he doesn't, like, that's that's how the system works. He just gets to keep being in Congress. Oh, like, that's Republicans it. don't have shame. Like the last. Not now. Yeah. Al Franken yeah. was the last like yeah. anybody that did a shame thing yeah, that, totally, that like yeah. left in yeah. shame. He was but like, he, Oh, I made a mistake. And everyone's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. You did the right thing. And then everything fell apart. And he's like, I probably didn't have to leave. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> he was a Democrat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah. like legally he didn't have to leave. So if Santos is like, I don't care how much shame I feel for all of the time in my term, he just gets to keep being in Congress. Like that's how it works. Yeah. Like and you, you definitely don't want to set the precedent that if you've been convicted of a crime, you should not be able to run or anything like this should bar because he's I mean, he's been accused of some crimes also, but you don't want to set that precedent because then it becomes, well, like, what if you're a journalist who is accused by a corrupt government of doing something yeah. and then you want to run for office later? And it's like, no, that we got the the Santos v. New York precedent there where they, you know, yeah. They kicked him out, so you can't run either. Like, you don't want that. Like, Constitution, baby, flawless. Flawless Constitution we got. Needs no updates whatsoever. No need for an amendment. (laughs) No. (laughs) I don't Uh, even know why we created amendments. Yeah, stupid. So I lied when I said that was our episode because we talked for a few more minutes. But I think that's our episode, right? I have a couple more minutes of stuff I want to talk about. <laughs> All plugs, everyone's favorite part of the show. It sure is. Uh, thank you both for doing the show, except for you, Jeff. And <laughs> speaking of plugs, uh, what do we have to plug? I'm doing comedy again for the first time since COVID on February 3rd at the Sardine in San Pedro. It's a punk rock club. 
There is a taco truck across the street that fucking slaps. I'm going to be doing comedy. Jeff's on the show. Anna Valenzuela is on the show. A Tiff Myers is hosting. Music from countless thousands and others. Tickets will be on sale soon. Only $5. Very cheap. And uh, come to that. Come support my return to comedy, you bastards. Comedy <laughs> bastards. Yeah. That's the name of this podcast. <laughs> Alex, what do you got to plug? Do you do anything? I don't think you don't have anything going on, right? Wait a minute. I do. What? I, I'm making my podcast secretly incredibly fascinating. Please check it out. Please enjoy it. Uh, and I'm writing humor columns also for 1-900-HOT-DOG. Uh, every month I write one of those. So there's some written stuff, too. Edit that out, Brett. Yeah. We're going to cut that. <laughs> Jeff, do you have any plugs for me to cut? Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you know this, but I have cool friends. I have a show called Jeff Has Cool Friends. You can listen to it for free. But if you head over to patreon.com slash Jeff, you can get early access to uncensored episodes with bonus content, plus shows like Ugh Fine with Kim Crawl. You can also hear shows like Nerd with Dre Alvarez, also under the Jeff Has Cool Friends banner and more. Uh, you can check out You Don't Even Like Sports, a sports podcast about how Alex doesn't even mm, like sports. Awkward. Uh, hey. And that is available on this network. And of course, Tom and Jeff watch Batman on the Gamefully Unemployed Network. If you want to see me live, I will be slapping the shit out of Adam at the Unpops show Friday, February 3rd. Or you can see me at Blast from the Past on Magnolia and Burbank for Mint on Card. Our uh, anniversary show is this Friday upon you listened to this on release, right? Because if you were listening to this later, that's mean. weird. Mean. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. it's this Friday, the 13th. Uh, ooh, uh, at Plasma <laughs> Pass on, uh, in, uh, in Magnolia and Burbank. Yeah, killer lineup. We got um, shows the second Friday of every month. Adam, we got to get you uh, back on the show now that you're doing stand up again. Oh, Come yeah. Back. No, no worries. Don't, don't mind Come back. Me. Don't mind me. Yeah, I'd love yeah. to do it. Yeah. And Alex, you're not invited. Yeah. As far away. But I, no, I have been and is, I love it. You got to do a color episode of your show. We got to come back on. A co- oh, yeah. Sorry. I thought you said collar. And I was like, nobody no. calls in. But yes, colors. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. No, That's not what I, I thought no. Jeff said. And I was very offended for a moment. Wow. Okay. <laughs> well, it's good to know that both of you were thinking wrong stuff to get you through the day. <laughs> All right. Bigots. Let's get the fuck out of here. Alex, say goodbye. Bye. Jeff, say goodbye. You get the George Santos rookie card, everybody. (laughs) Goodbye, everybody. We love you. Jam me in 10. (laughs) R.I.P. Don West. (laughs) 